6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right. Well, the city of Edmonton has announced that by June 16th, it will be offering free menstrual products in all women's and gender-inclusive washrooms in city-owned facilities. Now... It's likely that a lot of you have never heard about or even thought about period poverty, but it's a very real thing. And this move by the city will go a long way to helping a lot of people out. Now, the move follows a campaign by the organization No Women Without Period, and then a pilot project. The founder of No Women Without Period is Edmonton's Scarlett Bjornsson. She joins us now. Hey, Scarlett, welcome to 630 Chad. Hey, Jalen, how are you today? Well, I'm good. First off, uh, congratulations. Four years of work and you received a phone call on Friday. Tell us about that. Yeah, so, and thank you for that. Um, yeah, we received a call from Councillor Knack just letting us know that the city had just made the decision to provide the product in, um, I believe it's over 100 washrooms. And, uh, the, you know, and thanking me for our good work, they did not want to um, make a big announcement or a big splash because yeah. they had they thought, you know what, this should have just been done a long time ago. <laughs> and they said, please announce it. You are welcome to. So, um, yeah, uh, shocking, stunning. Uh, so much pride in our city. Uh, great gratitude to the to the city of Edmonton and uh, the councillors who fought for this project. So, Scarlett, curious when when we talk about period pro- poverty, and I know there's probably a lot of people right now listening, going, "Oh, what are they talking about?" I know a lot of people, <laughs> right? Like, and you know, let's. Yeah. But hey, guess what, folks? <laughs> it's real and it's happening. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, half of us, um, you know, when we talk about period poverty. Uh, it is real. It is a Canadian problem. How bad is the situation? So it's pretty terrible. If you if you consider, I you know I saw a um, I saw a report come out over the weekend or last week sometime saying that you know fifty three percent of Canadians are you know one check away from extreme mm-hmm. poverty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure you saw that report. Yeah. That means people are really having to be very very careful with those last dollars. Um, if you consider. Ace rates and Alberta works rates and the the amount of dollars that people who live who need to live on like a supportive financial mm-hmm. uh, program, um, most of the time those don't even cover rent and utilities. People using those programs also have to still rely very heavily on food banks and other social programs. And so then when you think about when they you take your funds and you dole it down mm-hmm. to take twenty dollars a month to put it away for that product. I know many. I know and I've heard of many parents. Um, that are, you know, choosing to buy the food instead. And so they're having to use different uh, resources and uh, it it becomes very dangerous. You know, I was reading a report and it said what one third of Canadians under the age of 25 who menstruate struggle to buy enough products every month. I mean, to me, that is, that is just, uh, that just rattles around in my head and I go, what, what, like, what what do you mean? And then when you really start to think about it, right, um, especially if you're, if you're younger, if you're in teens into early 20s, the impact, there's so many different levels there of the impact that it can have on a person. Yeah, so there's, I mean, it's, one is just basic, basic dignity. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. now you have to worry about, you know, get, you know, soiling your, your pants. And then if you're living in a precarious situation, you don't actually have extra clothes. So you have one pair. You need to have access to laundry. You need to have access to uh, clean clothes. Um, so there's that. And then if you consider, 
um, how many of our young people live in challenging situations mm-hmm. where maybe they are with single parents or in group home situations. Um, you, you know, there, it, it is a very real problem, and it's something that it, it's a minor, minor thing that we could supply to people so that they are having the ability to be accessible to the community where they can, you know, go and gain employment or be in the community or, you know, even attend schools. Like, it, it, there are kids who are staying home because they can't afford products, and so they're staying home from school. You know, it's interesting. Uh, I've seen some blowback, and I've seen some people question this move. Like, why Why should taxpayers be footing the bill for this? Why should, yeah. you know, why should, what was it, you know, 50% of the population of Edmonton or taxpayers have to pay for the other 50%? What do you say to that? I think that's just, uh, it's so, it's, I mean, it's it's so inappropriate. I mean, can you imagine if we took toilet paper around, um, and when they when when they're saying that there's only fifty percent of the population that's paying taxes, well, one that's just that's not that's not even a fact. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, take out the toilet paper, take out the PPE, take out the mm. uh, the towels and the soap. You know, I bet they would have a lot to say if that wasn't supplied. So, um, yeah, I, I just I would tell them to give their head a shake. We need to be supporting all. It's not just the ones that. You know, it fits their narrative. Scarlett Bjornson joining me this afternoon. Scarlett, now you you founded No Women Without Period um, back in 2017. Can you tell me the story behind this? What was it that led you to say, okay, we need to do something? Oh, Scarlett, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so I was leaving dinner with friends, and there was a woman who was asking for change, and I just I was giving it over, and I just was curious. What are you going to use this change for? And she said, truthfully, I'd like to get a sandwich or some alcohol, but I need to buy tampons. Mm. And I never had considered it before. That hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, and that, you know, that led me on this journey. I did, I did some research um, on the old Google machine, and it turns out menstrual products are really hard to come by. Not a lot of people um, think to donate them. Yeah. Um, and then if you think about where they were donating, normally those were being donated to the food bank, and the food bank is already spread very thin yeah. with the resources they supply. And so within, you know, 24 hours, we, I was planning a 20 uh, or a citywide donation drive, and um, that's brought us to where we are today. Yeah, a citywide donation drive, which yeah, had a had a great response, and, yeah. uh, and 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 not just from you know social media followers and your friends, but from the organizations who put up their hands and say, hey, 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 we yeah. need we need these. It really showed you um, a, a rather clear and consistent need for this, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Lots of these organizations, you know, they're relying on donated dollars or granted funds. Um, and so when, when they're doing their budgets, they've got a, you know, they've got a really, really hard line. It's different, it's different than, you know, a city organization um, or, uh, you know, the government. Those, yeah. they're, they're usually spread super, super thin, similar to the food bank. And so when they say, hey, this organization can meet this need for us so that we don't have to, like, scrape and ground, 
um, like obviously we're happy to support. And if there's any other organizations that currently aren't speaking or aren't receiving our donations, I would be happy for them to reach out so we could connect to them. So where are you right now with the campaign? I know there's a fundraising campaign. I think you're 20, uh, trying to get to about 25 grand. Uh, you know, what? where are you with that? How can people help out? What will that money, um, you know, where, I mean, well, I know what it's going to buy, but how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you make sure it goes to the right places, Scarlett? So um, there's a couple of things. Uh, so we're about $15,000 uh, on our goal of 25000 and that will go to purchase product. Um, we have committed that whatever community you want those funds to go to and that product to go to, we will absolutely make that happen. So if you're in Calgary or if you're in, or if you're in Red Deer, we will make sure that gets to the appropriate place um, with product. Um, second of all, part of the campaign is um, it's, it's biggest, the biggest piece is our advocate, uh, advocacy um, letter writing campaign. Mm-hmm. And so we're just asking people, go to our website, nowomanisout.com forward slash advocacy. We have letters there. We have Find Your MP. We have Find Your MLA. Like, uh, we have Find Your City Councillors, which, thank goodness, our city councillors heard the call, and they've provided the product. And so now it's time. Let's, let's focus on other cities, such as Calgary, such as Red Deer, such as Westbridge, everywhere in, in, in Alberta, and hopefully let's get to the province, too. Hey, Scarlett, are there, what other cities in Canada are, are, are doing this? You know what? I've, I was doing some research because um, this question was asked to me last week, and there are... Places that, like the BC School Board, they 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 said that the product needs to be put into their uh, into schools, so mm-hmm. they need to provide that. So I believe that was last year or the year before. Um, I believe Toronto said uh, uh, schools as well. I could be wrong on that. Um, and then there's a couple of smaller little counties, but this is it's pretty my, monumental for the city of Edmonton. Wow. It's uh, a big historic. Uh, um, adjustment yeah. you, you know what I just uh, I when you talk about school boards and in schools to me that was one of those things that immediately popped in my, into my head that it would be you know great to have it in you know in junior schools and in high schools boy oh boy that yeah. would uh, oh man that's I'm just taking me back in time to be honest with you and it's giving me heart palpitations to be honest with you uh, but really the, the, the confidence that it could give people I think that it just goes such a long way Scarlett yeah, 100%. And just back to the point of we all come from a different lived experience. Yes. So whereas somebody could be living in a, you know, with a single mom or a yeah. single dad, you know, those their expenses are spread pretty thin. Not everybody has a two-parent household. Um, and then I would also say there's also kids out there that are, you know, dealing with um, maybe uh, adjusting or coming to terms with their own uh, gender and how they identify. And then, so if you consider, um, you know, if, say they're presenting as, you know, say, say the child is a trans man, um, trans boy, and they get their period that day. Yeah. And so that actually could lead them to embarrassment and ridicule. And, if, and actually to girls in general. I remember yeah. when in junior high, it wasn't, <laughs> nobody was very nice to each other still. No. So, you know, and so if you had an accident, well, man, that was going to be, you know, the talk of the school for the, the rest of the year. So just, it's, it's very simple. Um, and then, and then the, the last part on that is just how, you know, we expect it's such a grown-up thing, and <laughs> not everybody is so prepared. And so, if you have an extra 
you know, amount you can provide in the school, that just, that just helps yeah. our, our confidence and dignity. Oh, Scarlett, you, you nailed it. Well said. Uh, Scarlett Bjornsson is the founder of No Women Without, a period. The website, nowomanwithout.com. And uh, you can find out all sorts of information about uh, the adv- advocacy campaign, the letter writing campaign. You can find out uh, more about the work that they are doing. You can make a donation. Scarlett, uh, this is, uh, this is a, a big move uh, on behalf of the city of Edmonton, and it wouldn't have been done in part by you while we wouldn't have been done without you and your team so congratulations and keep up the great work you were just uh man you're just uh edmonton so lucky to have you well uh, that's that's very kind of you to say thank you so much and uh, thank you for having us on today yeah you betcha scarlett bjornson joining us this afternoon the founder of no women without no woman without period the website nowomanwithout.com and and i know it's not an easy conversation my friends i know it's not i mean some of you are probably maybe you've even changed the channel because you're like ah my gosh what are they talking about but for for um those who um have a period and for those who maybe can't afford to buy the products they need this is going to go such a long way boy oh boy this really does um you know take some of that pressure off um yeah maybe okay you know what i can buy the milk and some pads this month that's huge so way to go edmonton way to go edmonton